Hey, this is R Dub from Sunday Night Slow Jams, and you're listening to hashtag Dad Swag, the swaggiest place on earth for all fathers and father figures alike. And now, here's your host, my brother, JC. My people, my people, my people, what is good? Thank you for joining me on the Hashtag Dadswag Podcast Season 1, Episode 9. And as always, it is such an honor and a blessing to be here with you guys today. You know what this is. You know who I am. You know what we came to do. We came to change the narrative of fatherhood and change how people look at fathers and father figures. And with that, we got a little bit to get into today, so let's go ahead and jump ahead first man today is friday august 14th i hope you and your family are all well and good i hope you guys are in the best of health as you listen to this and i hope that for the families who have kids going back to school that your children are safe and that you are safe and you will be covered and protected all right so last week we talked a little bit about my injury and how i've been trying to find purpose while being broken in quarantine. Um, I also touched on how my wife and I had a conversation and there's something that she said that awoke something in my spirit that it helped me really get off my ass and start looking at life and this journey, this road to recovery a little differently. Now, I wanna touch on that real quick because when someone says road to recovery, we always think optimistic, right? Um, We always focus on the word that means optimism, which is recovery. But we fail to focus on the first word, which is the most important word to me. And really, it's the key word in in that saying. And that's the first word, road, because road represents hardship. It It represents challenge. It represents a journey. You know, and I never understood that more than I do now when someone asks me hey how you doing or you know um how you feeling I might say something like man I'm in pain but I'm on the road to recovery or you know I'm I'm getting there or, you know something slick like that and then they applaud me for it like oh that's what's up or you know you got this or something cool like that and I love and I appreciate all that but if they only understood <laughs> what the road to recovery meant I don't know if they'd be so quick to applaud this thing because it's tedious, man. It's painful, it's frustrating, and it will test every part of your character. And I'm not gonna rehash the injury thing, but like I said before in the last episode, this injury has not only affected me physically, but it's affected me as well as my family, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And on this road to recovery, I literally have to learn to walk normal again, but I have to do certain things, certain things such as exercises that hurt so that I can strengthen the muscle and create muscle memory. Because if I don't, I could potentially stay in the state that I'm in right now. And when I think about it, it's kind of like 
what we're experiencing in the U.S. right now. If I continue to do what's comfortable, even if it's not right, then that comfort will become normal. And as it normalizes, I'm going to become content with it. And then my contention turns into complacency. And today, that is the topic. The thin line between comfort and complacent. Merriam-Webster defines complacent as showing smug or uncritical satisfaction with oneself or one's accomplishments. So right off top, we can see that smug, uncritical, and oneself can all be words that allude to selfishness. But in my opinion, complacent can be summed up in two words. You ready for it? Good enough. Complacent can be summed up by the words good enough. You know, real quick, it's funny because yesterday as I was coming up with this concept, um, yesterday was my dad's birthday, so happy birthday, sir. But um, as I was coming up with this concept, I thought about a conversation I had with my dad and it was while I was in school, we were talking about the difference between, you know, your diploma and your GED. And he actually said that your GED stood for your good enough degree and not knocking anybody who has their GED. Congratulations, you finished school. But you can't hide the fact that that is the truth. You didn't get your diploma. So you got your GED, which is just good enough to say you finished school. But again, not knocking you if you have a GED. I know people who have a GED that went on to become business owners and very successful. So um, it's all about what you do with and after that. But in my nine to five, when I interview people, I tell them all the time, I need somebody who's going to come in here and that is willing to give more than take. And I need you to be comfortable, but understand that we are in the state of California. So you are an at will employee. So the second you become complacent, I will let you go. What I'm trying to tell them is that I want you to love where you're at. I want you to be comfortable where you're at. You work in customer service and you want to work without shoes or you want to work with some light music. By all means, you want to sit on a, a medicine ball. By all means, please do that. If that makes it comfortable for you, if you want to um, use an ergonomically correct desk uh, that pops up, good for you. I'm all for it. As long as you get the work done and as long as you love where you're at. If you're, you know, my route drivers, I want you to personalize your truck. Whatever you put in there. Just as long as it's um, OSHA and Highway Patrol savvy and it's, it's all by rules and regulations, do that. As long as it's comfortable for you. I want you to love where you're at because there's going to come a time where I say, I need more from you. Um, I need you to run an extra route. I need you to stay a couple more hours. I need you to process these orders or these pa this paperwork. And I want you to be okay doing that because you love what you do. And it's not necessarily a hardship. It may be somewhat inconveniencing, but it's not something that you hate doing. Now, the second you say, I work my eight and I'm going home, unless that's already agreed upon, then I really can't work with you because that to me shows that you've outgrown this place. You've, you feel like you've done all you can or all that you want to do. And that's not the mentality that I want around my facility. I tell them all the time, it's a team effort, but a family environment. And the second you feel like you're above the team or don't want to contribute as much to the team, then you're out. 
This mentality and this belief helped me to grow to become one of the top branches in the company. Now there's 51 branches in the company and outside of corporate, I was number two. Because my team loved where they worked and loved who they worked with, they didn't mind putting forth the extra effort and the extra attention and the extra time. I enforced the hell out of these rules in my professional life. But it wasn't until my injury that I realized how complacent I had gotten in my personal life. And I'm not even saying that this is a realization I've come to like months ago. I'm talking about three weeks to a month now that I've really noticed this. I told you how much my wife has done for me since day one of this whole injury thing. She's made my life so comfortable. So comfortable that it took me watching her run around and looking at the pure exhaustion on her face to realize just how complacent I had gotten. And then (laughs) a light bulb went off and I started thinking about how this has been going on for a while now. This isn't a recent occurrence. This didn't just happen. And I've had this good enough mentality in my marriage and my parenting for a while. But let me pause right there and just say that this isn't to say I have a horrible marriage or my marriage is deteriorating. No, no, no. My marriage is fantastic. My relationship with my children is fantastic. This is all about me and my transparency and realizing that I can be better. And in my road to recovery as a husband and as a father, this is this is something that I need to realize about myself and correct. For example, you guys may know by now I'm a diehard Raider fan. So just because my quarterback says that he wants to be able to get out of the pocket better and create plays with his feet to maximize opportunity doesn't mean he's a bad quarterback. It just means he realizes something in his game that he wants to improve. I truly believe that complacency is the number one silent killer of relationships and marriages and a huge reason why kids could be fatherless, even with a father physically in the home. When we get complacent in our marriage, it can lead to loneliness, bitterness, indifference. Add that to this happening over a span of years. Now you have a marriage that has slowly been deteriorating. Complacency as a husband means I've stopped trying. I've stopped trying to impress my wife. With grand gestures, yes, but it's really the little things. I find that the grand gestures make her feel loved in the moment. But it's the little things, the little gestures that make her feel loved and appreciated daily. And something simple like muting the TV when we're talking or not looking at my phone when she's talking or sitting at the dinner table and engaging. And the same thing goes for my kids. When they are wanting to play or they want to have a conversation and talk to me about my day, no matter how crazy or how off the wall or how insane the conversation gets, they have my undivided attention because it matters. My family needs to know on a daily basis, tired, angry, sad, no matter the state of mind or state of emotion that I'm in, that they matter. I had gotten so comfortable sitting on the couch that it wasn't until a few weeks ago as I watched her bag up the trash and walk it outside that I realized 
my leg is feeling a little better. I can walk. Why am I not taking out the trash? I'm so comfortable that I'm complacent. My comfortability, I'm sorry, my complacency has disguised itself as comfortability. And thinking further back, I had to admit to myself that this, again, isn't recent. I've had this good enough mentality for a while. Not all the time, but more than my family deserved. And notice I have been talking about my marriage and my wife mainly, but I said my family deserves because I also realized I had become complacent in my fatherhood as well. I guess I have to rehash the injury thing <laughs> a little more, so bear with me, guys, because I promise there's a point to all this. You know, before I had got hurt, I worked hard, man. Often long, long hours, first in, last out. That had become a normal routine for my family and I. And I used that as justification to come home and do just enough to say I spent time with my boys. Or I used that as a justification to say I helped my wife out just enough to say I helped a little bit. But it wasn't until I got hurt and my boys asked to play with me and I couldn't. I couldn't get up. I couldn't dance. I couldn't wrestle. That I realized that's all I wanted to do and I'd give anything to do it. Like I said in the last episode, God likes to give realization through revelation. And sometimes it's in the darkest places. And what I had realized is that my moments of complacency were moments I took for granted. In my opinion, only one word separates complacency and comfortability. And that word is effort. You see, when you put effort into something, that shows you care. It shows that you're trying. It shows that you're trying to progress and improve. It shows that you're still passionate and you still love it or that person. It shows that you're comfortable in the now, but you look forward to the future. Prime example, going back to um, relationships and marriage, when we date, boy, we put in a max effort, right? We put it on a smell good. We get the car clean. Like we, we do the most because we're trying to impress. Romance is at its highest peak. But that initial romance only goes so far, right? Because romance without love is lust. And lust is strong, man. Lust is exciting. But lust needs to evolve to love or the relationship will not last however on the road from lust to love you have comfort you need to be comfortable enough with this person to love that person and to be clear i'm talking about an actual romantic relationship where it's not love for but in love with now let's take it a step further say you're comfortable and you're in love you guys are uh, an item you guys are official you guys been dating and and in a relationship a committed relationship for a while now and eventually you guys get so comfortable that complacency starts to poke its head up a little bit and you can always tell when complacency starts poking its ugly head up a little bit because one or the other partner maybe even both and if it's both then you guys have a beautiful thing because you guys are on the same vibe you guys have the same energy the same thought process but one or the other partner starts talking about needing more wanting to take the next steps and it's in this exact place where we 
make the decision between comfort or complacent because we decide what type of effort we will put forward. Are you going to say, you know what, I love you. I've been with you. I'm comfortable with you. I'm comfortable where we are now, but I want more and I want to see where the next adventure takes us. Or are you going to say, why complicate things? Why change? What we have is good enough. In this particular instance, my man, you have officially confused comfort with complacency. Now, as a dad, it's easy to get complacent and you don't even notice it, especially when it comes to every child after the first (laughs) flashback to my second episode, right? Where I talked about first in any child excitements and anxieties. The flip side of all that is the multiple child familiarities. That's when something happens. Let's just say, let's just use me personally. That's when my youngest son is acting in a familiar way. And I tell my wife, uh, he'll be fine. Remember when our first used to do that or acted like that? Instead of treating it like it's a new thing and putting forth the effort and giving the time to the situation, I brush it off because it's familiar failing to realize that maybe it's affecting my youngest son differently because they're not the same people. Therefore, the situation may need to be dealt with differently with more care or comfort or more attention, but I wouldn't know that by brushing it off. Another example of complacency is, you know, when my kids are acting up or they're being loud or they're doing something they're not supposed to, and I raise my voice the first time. Well, if they continue doing it, It's easy for me to sit on the couch and raise my voice the second time. And whether it's, you know, turn it down or knock it off or what's going on, you know, as a parent and any parent will tell you, if the kids get quiet, it's a problem. So by me saying, hey, what are you guys doing or what's going on if it's too quiet? I'll never know what's going on or what they're doing if I'm still sitting on the couch raising my voice. And complacency keeps me from actively intervening or trying to figure out the issue it's easy for me to now justify my complacency due to my long work day no great athlete or entertainer no great public speaker or pastor or nobel prize winner has ever gotten where they are by saying that's good enough you know i mentioned road to recovery because i want to highlight the process of recovery you know um, complacency is the injury you have to go through a process of things you're um, not familiar with things that may feel uncomfortable because you've been in this state for so long that romance and um, dating and um, getting on your knees and playing with your kids and wrestling around Um, more than normal your normal may be unfamiliar to you but you got to do it until it's comfortable you got to do it until it's muscle memory until it's second nature second nature but first thought you know I read a quote from the incredible Tony Robbins and he was referencing relationships but in thinking about it this also applies to parenting and the quote is do what you did in the beginning of the relationship and there won't be an end. And it's clear what he's trying to say when it, when it comes to your relationships. 
But when it comes to your parenting, treat your second, your third, your fourth like the first. That excitement, that new dad excitement. Continue to be innovative. Continue to put forth that new dad effort. If both parents are in the home, plan date nights with your kids. If it's just a single parent home, then obviously plan date nights. But even in the case of a two-parent household, it's also important to plan individual date nights. You know, dad with one child, mom with another, dad with the other, mom with the other. Because you get to build that specific bond. That's when secret handshakes and secret code names and inside jokes happen. And those are the lasting memories that they'll cherish going forward into their parenting journey. Because when they grow up, they may forget specific details about that big birthday where you dressed up like Spider-Man or um, you got them the gift that they wanted. But they may teach their kid that secret handshake. They may call their kid that silly nickname that you called them. See, these are the lasting memories that will be cherished. And as important as it is to do all these things with and for your kids, it's even more important to do these things with and for your wife. You know, I got a huge, huge family and we're all like brothers and sisters. Like we're really close and they know that I would go to the ends of the earth for them. And if you're anything like me, you would do the same for your family. But the fact is, I didn't choose my family. You didn't choose your family. You chose your wife and I chose my wife. So treat your wife like you chose her and treat your wife like you're thankful she chose you. And just like the kids, grand gestures are cool. But she might forget that surprise birthday party. She might forget certain details of that special anniversary. But she'll never forget all the times that you picked her up and danced with her in the kitchen while she was cooking. She'll never forget that you never let her walk on the outside of the sidewalk. She'll never forget that you never let her touch a door handle and that you always pulled out her chair. This may be chivalrous, but these are things that make her feel appreciated. She'll never forget that any chance that you got, you took out the trash or you helped with the dishes or the few times that you said, baby, I'll, I'll, I'll give the kids a bath tonight. Go ahead and you know take a long shower, take a long bath. Little things like putting toothpaste on her toothbrush before she wakes up. Those little details make her feel wanted and appreciated. Those little details make her feel chosen. And in all honesty, fellas, I'm speaking to you, but I'm talking to myself. I need to do more. I'm more capable now. So I'm realizing that my complacent days are over. Now it's time to get comfortable and see what the next adventure holds for my family and I. And my brother, if you feel like you're somebody that has gotten too complacent, if your kids are still in the house, and if you look to one or the other side of the bed and your wife is still laying right there, then it's not too late. All it takes is effort. So what is the thin line or the deciding factor between comfort and complacent? It's effort. But that's it, fellas. 
that's all I got for this week. And as always, I've attached some pages that I follow of some amazing men, amazing dads. Um, I follow them on IG. So make sure you look below. Start building your dad community. Start putting men around you that's going to uplift you and empower you and encourage you to be the best father, husband, boyfriend, co-parent that you can be and build your community to help you change your own narrative so you can help someone else change their narrative. Always remember, iron sharpens iron. Till next time, love and blessings to you and yours from me and mine.